Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They are all moving lower right now, holding close to records with the S&P down a point at 2437. That is a drop of less than one-tenth of one percent. The Dow down six, also a drop of less than one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ down three, down one-tenth of one percent. The tenure down five thirty seconds with a yield of two point one eight percent. Gold up a dollar twenty the ounce to twelve eighty one, higher by one tenth of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude now down twenty eight cents a barrel, forty seven thirty eight on WTI. That is a drop of six tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. It is eleven forty eight in the Bay Area and two forty eight on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Megan McCardle, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Has the day of the Congressional Budget Office come and gone? That's the pronouncement of Mick Mulvaney, the director of the White House's Office of Management and Budget. Mulvaney argues that the CBO is biased, and of course it must be somehow. It's made up of people, not calculating machines. But is that really a reason to write the CBO off? Mulvaney's proposed solution, turn legislative analysis into a Hobbesian war of all against all with competing ideological interest groups and politicians producing independent scores of legislation, misses the fundamental point of having the CBO, which isn't that its estimates are precisely right, but that they're consistent. Consistency is tremendously valuable in working with data, so valuable that analysts have to think hard about switching to a new estimation method that will break their data series, even if the new estimation method's more precise. Perhaps most important of all, the CBO is the only player in the process that's not starting from an outcome to support a bill or to oppose it, and then working backwards to a model that will support it. That has enormous value, even if the scores sometimes miss the mark. I'm Megan McArdle, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more commentary, go to BloombergView.com or view Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time, also at 5.48 a.m., 8.48 a.m., and 11.48 a.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. Yeah, in California. Dr. Dre is my personal favorite of a California song, but that one comes close second. And let's bring in now, of course, our editor-at-large, Corey Johnson, Bloomberg News editor-at-large, is at the annual, annual developer conference of Apple in San Jose. Corey, what is the vibe like, the anticipation? Is it palpable? Uh, well, the event's well underway. In fact, it's actually kind of running long, so I think a lot of the big announcements have have happened, and there are a lot of them. Interestingly, this gathering of 5,300 software developers are hearing about a lot of hardware, uh, some hardware to come, uh, not a lot about the phone uh, device itself. We expect a new phone in the fall, but a complete revamp of, of the, uh, the um, MacBook line, uh, two new iPads just announced moments ago, uh, and some really interesting announcements uh, as it relates to sort of software developments uh, and, and changes in the iOS software. Like what? Like what, she said. Um, well, I want so, specifics. I want details. And I want that train or whatever that yeah, is so, going by. All right, so here's what. Uh, that, is a, that is a train going by. We are right here down in downtown San Jose, uh, and uh, we have been here since uh, since sunrise this morning. Um, the, and, and the crowds were here, you know, even at 5 a.m. this morning. It's kind of interesting to see this big crowd here. But uh, here's one. So Siri, right? So Siri is this thing that Apple first used. You could only use it uh, uh, on, the, on the Apple device itself. Then they introduced about a year ago the ability to use it with some apps like Lyft or Uber or um, uh, um, some of the chatting apps, uh, Venmo and PayPal. 
Well, now they're opening up Siri to a lot more apps. So to these developers, they can suddenly start to use voice controls within their apps and start to think about ways that they can develop new kinds of apps using Siri. They just announced something that would be uh, meaningless to the three of us, uh, but uh, uh, an actual tools, a set of tools within uh, the Mac software to help people develop, and within the iOS software to develop uh, um, 3D augmented reality things, things like that were so difficult for the geniuses behind Pokemon Go. Now with just a couple of clicks, people can develop new uh, augmented reality apps. You could hold your phone up, and as you turn it, see all kinds of imaginary things that aren't there. Uh, really cool stuff, but to make the programming that really simple so the developers are developing lots of cool stuff, but developing it for the iPad or the iPhone. I mean, of course, this comes after the swathe the developers' conferences we've had with Facebook, we've had with Microsoft. They've been talking up AR, VR, AI, just as you talk about it now, Corey. What about the hints towards particularly the AI part? You're talking about Siri. Are we going to get, therefore, the smart speaker unveiled today? Don't know yet. The event is still ongoing here. They've been at it for uh, uh, almost two hours now. Uh, and they're only under five of the six promised big updates here. So we'll, we'll see if we get to that. Um, the iPad is their focus right now. Uh, but I think what you're getting a real sense of is that, is that they really do have this holistic view of, uh, of a world where someone's got an iPhone and an iPad and a Mac, and they're continually upgrading all those devices. Now, what we've seen in the real world is that uh, the tablet business has been falling off now for a few years running. Uh, and then that's been a problem for them. The Mac business has been picking up, which is interesting, even as the rest of the PC industry is contra uh, contracting. Uh, the, the devices that they announced today, and the MacBooks that they announced today, and the, and the MacBook, Mac Pros that they announced today, are really, really powerful. I mean, up there with some of the strongest uh, chips uh, that are running on Microsoft OS and using some of the fastest Intel chips out there. So I thought that was a very particularly interesting development because they're really trying to hold out of that that core um, uh, uh, developer, um, uh, you know, special effects, visual developers, people who you traditionally worked on the Macs and in recent years have shifted away to working on PC stuff. This is a really strong effort from the hardware side to lure those people back. Hey, Corey, I was talking earlier for something that's coming up uh, that we're going to be doing uh, with Bloomberg with the founding CTO of Uber. And when he talked about AI um, he talked and VR, he talked about it in saying that I'm not really into kind of the sexy applications. It's kind of more mundane and, and taking some of the legacy industries that are out there, like an Uber driving or healthcare or something and disrupting it and really kind of getting the friction out of the equation. And I'm just curious from Apple's perspective, is it all about, you know, just being in our homes or are they thinking also on the workplace scale and the workplace level? Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of the things that, that are, are sort of most interesting here are the things that we won't see. It's the way that they're using machine learning and things to mm -hmm. try to anticipate which apps you're going to use next and give you additional battery life, right? That's a machine learning thing. When they're talking about augmented reality, they're thinking about it with games right now, but who knows how the ways that, that could manifest itself uh, into ways, things that are, are seemingly mundane but would have been just impossible for programmers to do in the, in the past. And a lot of what is talked about today are, are sort of the tools and kits that developers can use to just get this stuff to market faster. You know, one of the big developments that drew cheers here was when they promised that most apps would be approved in less than 24 hours and updates would be approved, and, and updates could be rolled out in a tiered level so you didn't have to push out a giant update that might crash all your servers at once. 
These are the little things that make it possible to have a functional ecosystem around developing for iOS. And the things that Apple's been really clever about in the past has helped the iPhone become such a big success. Um, and it's and it's amazing they're able to do this, Carol, uh, with a swarm of bees here in San Jose <laughs> coming down. Those bees, no app, or maybe they're, maybe they're augmented reality bees. <laughs> they left Madison Avenue, got on a plane, and ended up in San Jose. Exactly, that would explain everything. <laughs> um, no, it's a it's a it's a trip yeah. to stuff, and and. And again, we'll wait to see if there's a speaker announced. But the, 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 the hardware announcement thing, I think, also shows they are in a hurry to innovate new stuff. They, they, the, the last round of MacBooks were criticized for not having fast enough chips, and I think they saw that reaction in the marketplace. So they didn't want to wait anymore yeah. to get these things out for a separate product announcement. They sandwiched that one in here with these, uh, this, this big event as well. Hey, Corey, quick, 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 20 seconds, stocks down 1%. Anything, though, to get investors excited about Apple again? I mean, I, this just shows uh, that the, the, the software can be used in lots of different ways, lots of different devices. It's only good news for Apple. All right. We're going to leave it there. Hey, Corey, thank you so much. Good to have you here with us. Corey Johnson, okay. been a busy man, up early there on the West Coast, uh, tracking that to Apple Worldwide Developers Conference uh, out in San Jose. Corey Johnson, editor-at-large, co-host of Bloomberg Markets PM, my co-host. Uh, and also uh, a big member of our Bloomberg News team. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Caroline Hyde on this Monday. Coming up, we'll get a check on trading in just a moment. Your top stories, too, on this Monday. This is Bloomberg Radio.